On this week's episode of the F Stops Here podcast, we talk about insurance, film, really, a- again, and expose one of the internet's biggest photography podcasters' faces. Thanks for joining us, and happy shooting. everybody welcome to this week's episode of the f stops here it's actually episode 17 because apparently somebody i'm not going to name any names can't, can't count. count can't count um uh, anyway but yes yeah, so it, we have the full crew here today oh. jamie josh zach myself um apparently zach is currently trying to drink some sort of brown liquid that it's baba butt juice um <laughs> and hopefully really we plan terrible. to have uh Hopefully we plan to have a special guest, uh, Patrick Nofri, which I believe I pronounced his last name right, uh, on the show in a little bit, as soon as he gets back from making his beer run. Don't buy Bob Bob Black Blogger. It's, it's close. <laughs> I'm not making that part up. But anyway, so why don't we, uh, why don't we get started? And uh, Jamie, what you've been shooting this week? Uh, just the same thing I've been shooting for the last couple of weeks, macros. Um, I think mosquitoes. Mosquitoes, yes. it, yeah. Donating blood and... Uh, Potential sure malaria. Those, those um, I don't know. Let's see. I wasn't on last week's show, but just prior to last week's show, I had done a nighttime photography workshop. Um, took a bunch how of people. Was, how was that? That was fun. I had a lot of fun. I actually had some attendees that came from pretty far away. I was surprised. Uh, Two-hour drive time to come to the to the workshop. And considering that we didn't finish up until about 1 o'clock in the morning, yeah, we didn't get home until probably after 3, but... uh. It was pretty cool, you know. A lot of people that had, that were there had never done anything as far as shooting after dark is concerned. So we covered astrophotography, taught them how to locate Polaris so they could get nice concentric rings when they do long exposures of the stars. Um, mm-hmm. We did light painting, and of course, I had to spin some steel wool and show everybody what that was about. It was a really good time. Damn it. So you sound like you know what you're talking about. Yeah, because I know that the Photo Walk Alliance has been definitely a. Uh... Talk, talking about doing something like this on the East Coast, um, and there's a lot of interest for it. So, is there any way we can convince you to come to I don't know, like the Maryland area? The only thing that's interesting there is Zach, but I yeah, guess that's really all you need, isn't it? Um, Touche. If, if we could plan something after the first of the year, I'm kind of tied up for the rest of the year as far as <laughs> my free time is concerned. But uh, yeah, that'd be totally cool. Do like a nighttime walk. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking is. Uh, we there's so much cool stuff to talk about and kind of see, and I I guess from a city standpoint, it's a little bit easier because you can just have people running around with tripods and there is a little bit of light, but there's right. also going to be kind of fun stuff to do when there is no light around. And right. There's We definitely have a couple, I guess, members even on the East Coast that basically live in farmland where there is not a lot of natural light, and I would imagine that um, I'm not exactly an expert at long exposure and nighttime photography, but it sounds like so much fun to try. Yeah, no. If, if you went it out, by, if you went out by like the Frederick, well, but probably out past. Well, I guess maybe Mount Airy would be okay too. There's very little light pollution because it's all farmland. Yeah, there's actually a couple of websites out there that uh, they have like they call it dark skies maps, and there's actually dark sky designated areas, you know, that are um, trying to preserve the 
the dark skies pretty much. I mean, you know, they're light pollution free, you know, they're distanced from cities far enough to where you can actually get a good view of the stars at night. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I mean, the only requirement that you, that I, uh, you know, suggest people have, you know, when it comes to like specifically for star trails, you know, you obviously want someplace dark, but it's boring to look at just a big black screen full of swirly stars. So some kind of foreground interest uh, where I took my class was a park uh, just south of where I live that had a big round rotunda building. It's like a perfectly round open pavilion type building um, and a lot of pine trees. So what we did is we uh, focused on Polaris again. So you get like this nice set of concentric rings from all the stars. Mm -hmm. um, and then I lit the trees with an LED flashlight and then also did some light painting in front of them, you know, to add some kind of foreground interest in them. You get, you know, the spiral look of the stars. But, yeah, I mean, like I said, yeah. you know, you want to do something next year, I'm totally game for it. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk more offline. But, yeah, I think that it's kind of funny you're talking about that because I've been thinking the same thing myself. Yeah. So, very good. Cool. Zach, what about you? We haven't seen you in a while. Uh, Nothing. I've been doing nothing. I was on vacation last week. Uh, I was talking about photos. I was talking about photos. Not yeah, like, I, I, literally. Okay, sure. Um, actually, if, uh, if I'm, if I was to look back 20 years from now uh, and describe the different periods in, in, of my photography career right now would probably be the, uh, curveball period because all this week I've been thrown nothing but curveballs and had to figure out how to, how to deal with them and, and what to do with them. So like I was actually nearly late to the show, uh, because I was scoping out a venue, uh, for the, the first wedding that I'm doing here in July, which was pretty, pretty neat experience because, uh. I had no idea what to ask the the um, wedding coordinator, and um, it was neat to to kind of walk through that step. And uh, I was out there with a notebook and uh, just like a cell phone, taking pictures of where I could see the couples uh, in the future and stuff like that. Um, so that was pretty cool. Most of it's been a lot of non uh, like directly taking photo stuff. Um, I'm doing a shoot at the end of the month where I had to apply for a permit. Nice, uh, which was actually kind of neat. Um, not so much a permit to like a model release type permit, but um, more like a, hey, I'm a photographer. I can be here shooting where I'm shooting and doing what I'm doing. Uh, but mm -hmm. it's going to be crazy because I get one hour and after that, they're going to ask us to leave. So that's for really? some little kids, which I'm sure those of you with kids know how fun corralling little kids for a single hour, trying to get them to do what you want them to do. <laughs> Uh, yeah, good luck be. with that. Yeah, exactly. How are you bribing them again? Rough candy. candy, lots and lots yep. of candy. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> making, it, making it rain candy. Money, money and candy. Candy you know, and NyQuil. Out on that, and after hours done, you turn them loose to everybody else. <laughs> it's it's the grandparent methodology, right? You get them all wound up and then don't deal with them later? That's right. Oh, Redlin? Redlin? Uh, so, yeah, that's about it. Um just uh i'm really kind of prepping now it seems like it's crunch time with the the weddings and um and all the stuff that's got to go into that so and i may have booked another wedding for next april which is pretty cool nice yeah cool. oh, oh look who it oh, is here we go i don't know if he's got a and and perfect segue. oh here we go hello patrick how's it going uh, let's see it's going yeah, lousy bandwidth. We can hear you. We can hear you. So I know you just joined us. Um, we're uh, talking about what we have been shooting the past week or two, or what you've been ah, shooting since. Yeah. So. 
I know that you just got back from doing another Warrior Games, correct? Uh, yeah. Um, I was just, uh, I've been, I'm sorry, I got, like, everything open. I'm such a noob at this thing. Man. <laughs> no, 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 totally it's all good. Time. That's why, I, all right. that's why I, I chat and, uh, you know, I don't, uh, I don't do this hangout stuff so nobody sees me and looks at me all rattled. <laughs> most of the time uh, our guests, most of the time our guests do crap like this. <laughs> they just stare at the cameras and mouth. Can you hear me? So that's yeah. <laughs> you're already step step ahead of the game. Yeah, that's, that's we that's love more. our guests. Uh, yes, we love our guests. Please, anybody listening in, we love our guests. <laughs> I, I'm and, I always feel insecure about my giant head anyway. So <laughs> you're a giant head. Please look at this. <laughs> look at this, thing. this is why I do radio and I don't. Uh, it's so you, you, you are a smart man, sir. <laughs> It's yeah, I just know my weaknesses. That's why, uh, and that's why the beer runs. So thank you for your patience, everybody. Oh no, that. perfectly all right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. So now that I can hear everybody, and I don't have background noise, <laughs> do this thing. Anybody? No. Um, so, uh, well, okay. So, oh, wait, I don't know how this works. Let's make it more but, awkward. <laughs> yeah, because you all have the cool names and stuff underneath your, your stuff. And, uh, uh, yeah, so that's Hangout Toolbox. So make sure your chat window's open. We'll kind of chat with you during the show. Ah, okay. uh, whoa, whoa. Easy and, on the insider secrets, Joe. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. We don't need our guests to know what we that we talk yeah. about them behind their backs can, when they're listening. You can, you can, oh, you can bleep this out. Behind yeah. their backs, they can all see it. Oh. <laughs> so, so, right, somebody so delete I, the last three. Yes. Uh, rewind. Anyway, so everyone, this is a wedding, engagement, events. Marines. Like missing some. Yeah, everything. Um, all of the above. Yeah. A bunch of photography. He's based out of Washington, D.C. The road. And, uh, he shoots a lot of the road. The roads, buildings. <laughs> Everything, Instagram. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway uh, so he's uh, a Canon shooter last time I checked. Bye. And uh, yeah. fantastic. <laughs> and I've actually had a pleasure of having him not only on one of our prior photo walks, but we actually had uh, one of Patrick's firsts um, podcast roundtables. That's right. So, uh, That's right. Yeah. And uh, we had so much fun that we wanted to invite him on this show. Oh, sure. uh, I know, and then I suck because I, it, took, it took how long just for this to happen? So, oh, no, uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, perfectly so, all right. Yeah, so yeah. anyway, but yes, feel free to bla- brag about yourself a little bit more. I know it's been <laughs> crazy for us, so um, my intro hasn't probably been prepared. Oh, no, that's, that's probably more than what I would say about myself. Cause as you as you can tell, um, this is not my like, having video. I don't know what to do. I'm seeing people and it's <laughs> freaking me out. So, uh, <laughs> hey, true true story. Uh, me and Patrick go way back in the day to um, feel your photography, and that's actually right. how I met everybody on here and exactly. how I ended up in this Wait, group I, in the first place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Joshua was he one was, of my writers when I was uh, the editor in chief. So yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a uniter, not a divider. Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. That's and um, awesome. after 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 he kind of left, and after I kind of left, we uh, we still kept talking on Twitter and stuff. And then he's like, "Hey, check out Joe." And then I found Zach and Jamie. Yep. And the rest is history, I guess. That's right. Yeah. All help. So, so I, I all, all help. <laughs> it's all Patrick. Awesome. Well, that's that's a fantastic backstory. That's what social um, media is and, about. Yes. And I know Patrick's been busy lately uh, shooting uh, the Marine Corps. Yeah. Yeah. So back to back to Warrior Games. Tell sure. Us about yeah. It. Uh, Warrior Games. For those who don't know, it's um, 
Paralympic-style event uh, for all the different branches of the military. So you'll have Army, Navy, Marine Corps, uh, Air Force, and then they have special ops. And for the last two years, we've invited the British team. What did I do? Is no, it... I was just saying special ops, which I feel like is just like, yeah, we can't see what you're doing here, but we're really awesome. Hey, well, the Marines have won it every, uh, every year, so uh, I, don't know, I don't know what that says okay. about our special operatives, but, uh, oh, you know. Oh but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's, a, so it's a perfect style event, and so what you, um, all of the wounded, ill, and injured from the different branches compete. And so there's wheelchair basketball, sitting volleyball, track and field, um, archery, shooting, and swimming. And so to watch uh, these athletes compete is amazing. And this was the third year that I've done it. Um, very, very inspiring stuff. So, um, yeah, that's a summary of it, I guess. <laughs> I think this year was, was, your, was your best work yet, and I think you need hey. the VSCO uh, presets or um, – or filtration. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for flattering the guest. I appreciate that. But uh, hey, yeah, I, I, I appreciate uh, good work when I see he it. He does yeah. it to all of them. I think I've seen enough shows at this point that I know. Uh, and I, I mean everyone, here. all of you. I mean it to everybody. <laughs> I really do. Oh, hold uh, on. Yeah. i got to pull my shorts up. It's getting deep in here. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was oh, a family show. Oh, man. I'm glad he broke the barrier because I was thinking of all the different things I was going to say before. I was like, don't, don't, you know, on my show, it's like expletives and all that stuff. And so uh, yeah. I'm glad Zach broke the ice there. I appreciate that. Because I was like, oh, I think it's I only, only fitting to have, you know, an expletive rating for the show, you know, this episode. <laughs> just like yeah, we had one for the last time it. we were all, yeah. I'm gonna say you're gonna so. need it. Uh, I, you know, I just bought two six packs and I plan on finishing them before this day is over. So uh, yeah. we're only an hour show, so start drinking. <laughs> start drinking. All right, so Josh, and there goes the rating. Um, <laughs> That's what I do. I'm a uniter, and I get rid of your guests. Uh, all yes. yours. No, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> We, whatever you're drinking is probably better than whatever Zach's drinking. I'm drinking awesome. Oberon. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm drinking Oberon. Yeah, that's the that's the magic that's, stuff right there. Fantastic. Zach seems like grimacing. It's terrible. Lot. It's organic black lager. You didn't you didn't brew that, did you? <laughs> no, go oh, go. Okay. No. Again, gonna again, I'm gonna figure out a way to brew with salt. <laughs> oh my god. And so, so Josh, what have, what have you been shooting? Today I, I hauled around a DSLR with my 50 millimeter 1.8, which I think I'm finally convinced I'm getting rid of it. Really? Um, I, don't, okay. I don't know. I've got, I've got my broken four that I still enjoy much better um, because mm -hmm. even even when the focus sucks and it's not working properly, it still is quieter and racks better than the 1.8. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I think um, I've got enough credit at the local store that I think I'm going to go grab the 40 millimeter 2.8 just because I, I want the size and I've got enough money to go grab it right now anyway. But I'm going right. to play around with that. But I think um, I think I need a different focal length too. I think that the 1.8 is just like 250s and my bag's kind of pointless. So, yeah. But, uh, but it, I got some great pictures of the zoo today. Um, I've been making more of a point to shoot images and not just pictures. So uh, I was actually walking around, and uh, my family's, uh, my parents were in town, so I was looking for a picture of uh, my daughter with my dad and, and my son with my dad, and the giraffes were out, so there, I got a cool picture with him holding her, and I nailed that three shots, and that was it. I wasn't, like, you know, you know shooting and, and shooting and jumping and doing all that. I just 
hit the shots. And then I was walking around and I was looking through the bushes on the other side. There's this beach uh, next to a walkway, one of the main walkways. And I could actually see my, my dad playing with my son over in the little beachhead that they had. And um, so I actually jumped a shot straight through the uh, trees. I got a cool little shot that way, kind of a really candid shot. And I'll kind of my shot, and I took maybe 40 pictures compared to the 80 to 100 I normally take. And not only have I eliminated the go through all the pictures and go, that's crap, that's crap, but I know which ones I want to go in and edit, which ones I want to kind of correct color a little bit or throw a preset on. And so I've, I'm starting to make myself think more. And, and I put on my Twitter this week, I'm like, you know, I'm looking to take more images now than, than just pictures because everybody's taking pictures, but not everybody's taking images. And um, I was really inspired by uh, one thing that uh, Christian Gideon's doing with his personal blog, which Patrick's actually had the pleasure and honor of interviewing. <laughs> um, Christian Gideon's one of my heroes, but uh, he um, he's he's basically working on his personal blog to where the pictures uh, that he puts up, you actually you can't scroll quickly through. You actually have to take your time to go through the pictures. And so he's now challenging himself to take a picture that somebody would actually stare at for 20 seconds or a minute or whatever. And you know he's pretty good at doing that. But you know yeah. to see him, yeah, to see him, uh, to see him challenge himself like that, and the way he challenges himself with natural light and stuff is just encouragement to you know make myself better as well and and just start <laughs> shooting more images and less pictures. So that and uh, that and Jamie's patience with a with a macro lens with a mosquito biting him in the arm too. But you know. So that, that's what I've been tomatoes. Pl plenty, plenty of uh, plenty of Instagram images as well. I'm still in my my little aspiration hashtag, which is kind of just turned into a personal one for all the pictures I'm taking now. I'm still using Afterlight, still enjoying Afterlight right now, and someday I'll get back in a VSEO cam. But uh, I'm enjoying finding other ways to edit and just have fun with uh, shooting. So fantastic, fantastic. All right. Um... I guess it's my you. Turn. All right, so uh, I haven't, I haven't been shooting. This is such a well-oiled machine. Here. Isn't it? I know, it's, right? You would figure by episode episode hey. thirteen or fourteen. I don't remember which one it is because Joe just lists whatever number he wants to. Don Joe's hat. Thirty-three. Every episode is episode thirty-three. Hey, just just to just let everybody know, I've been vetting Twitter and vetting all my sources, and right now we can't confirm that Facebook is officially down for everybody. Yeah. So breaking news, people, if you're watching this live, your Facebook is probably down. Prison broke. I'm going to go out and scream it in the streets. <laughs> hey, everybody! There are 30,000 teenagers right now that don't know what to do with their hands. <laughs> oh, the candy crush. Oh, okay, okay. So back on topic. Um, I have literally shot nothing this past week. Um <laughs> All right, Actually, next person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back to Jamie. Back to hopefully, hopefully I'll be shooting something tomorrow. So anyway, so I think it's probably now is a good segue before it was horribly, horribly murdered. Um, I don't know. You about... shooting nothing was pretty... Uh, segue. Describe your process for shooting nothing, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, actually, to kind of talk about um, Josh's last comment about shooting uh, more images, I think... Um, I personally noticed that through shooting more film this year, and maybe Patrick can back me up on this, because um, obviously you can't go through 
you know, that kind of film unless you want to be horribly, horribly in debt and really just not doing it right. So, um, so I think, yeah, like, or not charging film, your clients enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so I think film's kind of a really good way to, uh, help folk, help you focus on really shooting like that as well as, um, making sure that it's what you want because, you know, there's a, you can only shoot so much in one sitting, uh, costs a lot to develop comparatively but at the same time you can still get some amazing shots my my problem is i don't shoot enough with my film camera actually like i I thought that was going to be the big issue was that i wasn't going to be able to uh photograph anything and i'm stuck on this last roll uh for the last two weeks now oh wow i can't because i'm just being i'm being too picky because i know it's too expensive that's why i see see it away somewhere here i got an i told you so somewhere (laughs) in one of these cabinets oh boy it's probably a terrible beer you're drinking (laughs) (laughs) it seriously tastes like sheep urine not that i've ever tasted that you're you're using the uh, you're using the ae1 right patrick yeah, yeah, I'm still shooting the A1, and I mean, I I love it personally. It's great, and I've been well. The other thing is, no project film <laughs> A1. I've been messing with double exposures, and so that's that. That I guess if you want to say I'm at my problem is I'm shooting too much because you're you're sh- you're shooting twice so that you can you know get the double exposure. That's what it's about. And so if I would have been shooting normally, I bet I would have been finished with you know tons of rolls right now. But I'm more selective about that. Right. So, oh, and so swap talking, memory cards. What, what do you have there, Josh? Um, it's a um, viewfinder for a. Let's see if I can get that. Out. Oh, nice. I'm actually I'm actually giving it to a guy I found on Twitter who needs one. So, I saved it yeah. from a trash bin, but I figure I put that up for film purposes. Nice. Yeah, I, I know Patrick. Anyway. We, were, we were talking about possibly like shooting a roll and then sending it to somebody else and letting them double expose it and see like what right. happens. Um, yeah. I feel like I we saw should... that on the internet, but yeah, I think we should try to organize something like that because I think results sure. would be kind of, uh, kind of awesome. And hopefully I've got a, I've fun. got a roll of expired Agfa film. Oh, 200. Boy. That'd be awesome. Okay. Yeah. There we go. I love expired film, so yeah, bring it on. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, we'll definitely try. Well, Zach, Zach's doing that. I think here that doesn't like like expired film. But I don't think again. Zach likes a lot of things. No, so. he does. That's true. That's he's true. the uh, yeah, he's the curmudgeon. <laughs> of the group, yeah. You you know himself. Oh my god, he bought a whole box. Look at yeah. that. That's like that's no, like the crappiest film ever. No, he's I bought it. Hey, you know what? Stolen. It's better than that crap that was in the camera when I got it. Uh, <laughs> it was 10 years old. Uh, it was 10 years old. Uh, oh my god. Uh, uh, film, film. Okay. Hashtag okay, film. I think Jamie <laughs> wants to. Jamie. Jamie. I'm just going to talk like this right. from now on. Oh my god. <laughs> this is. No, mine's. Mine, oh. mine is clearly oh, mine, visible. Mine, oh my mine's god. medium format. Hold on. Total, total anarchy. All right, so I don't know, guys. Do we actually want to talk about some topics on the show today? Before I think so. I think Jamie has a question. Yes. Go for it, Jamie. Oh. I tried. I tried uh, clicking on that. He's but, doing uh, what your guests are doing. So we got. A, so we got a question from a viewer. Um, <laughs> actually, on the on the uh, the link on Google Plus, and and the question was loading. Uh, any advice for someone wanting to take photography seriously? So I think it would probably be a good idea to get. Some uh, some opinions on on how you guys take your photography seriously because we can take things seriously. Uh, believe uh, it or not, yes, clearly, very clearly. As I drink my beer, yes. So, uh, well, so Jamie, response. why don't you start? 
Oh, we lost your sound. Yeah, Wait, something's wrong with stop. Jamie's sound. Stop. We can't hear you. I don't think he can hear He's us. Still going. I don't think he can hear us. Yeah. He still Poor going. Jamie. Jamie's, uh-huh. Jamie usually has the best advice, too. <laughs> no. 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 Nope. Hi. Wow. Oh. All right, uh, Joe. Oh, wait. Yeah. No. Nope. I didn't mute you, I swear. <laughs> Just Joe. Lucky this is, you. This is Lucky the wrong you. guy wrong for this to happen to. All right, so while we're working on Jamie, uh, Patrick, why, do, why don't you uh, answer that? So, so t- taking more serious ph- photography, being more serious about your photography? Yes. I mean, uh, I guess it's... I don't know. I think that's a personal uh, thing, like uh, how you view your, your own work. I mean, I, I like to think that, uh, you know, once I, oh, I hear myself. Jeez. <laughs> um, once I uh, started picking up the camera and it was no longer uh, just a hobby, I mean, then I, I realized that I had much deeper passion for my photography. And so as a result, I don't know, I guess uh, it's just when you cross that that line of, of it just being fun and shooting around and shooting flowers and whatever to shooting something uh, a little bit more, I guess. I don't know. Uh, what What is their definition of, of serious? Or, or That's kind of what I was wondering. There's got to be more to it than just that question. I mean, it has to relate to something in particular. Like would... being professional? Right. That, you know, I mean, because I mean, if that's the case, I mean, well, good luck. <laughs> yeah, that's a sliding scale. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, if, you know, if you want to be professional, I mean, that's that's a tough that's a tougher racket because I mean if you're if that's what they're asking about then you need to find out what you want to shoot and specialize in something because if you try to be too generic and too generalized then you're you're not going to be successful or you're going to be shooting $400 weddings and lasting for six months yeah so I think what you need to do is you need to find out what you want to shoot and make that your passion I mean when I started out and I wanted to shoot food photography I cooked my meals and then I photographed it. And so I ate a lot of cold meals, but I also got a lot of good shots out of it. And then next thing you know, I'm getting contacted by the source and, uh, you know, by a lot of restaurants in the area. And it, it went from there. So I think that's the first thing you want to do. I think you become serious about it when it becomes a passion. I mean, it's just, it yeah. just happens. I don't think you can force it. You know, for me, it seemed like a, a, there was just, just this transition where I went from I'm taking a million pictures and I'm just click, 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 click. And then just, it seemed like overnight almost, or like, you know, it just happened. I just all of a sudden started to really care about what I was shooting and started to slow down and think about what I wanted to, you know, I wanted to have a little bit of meaning behind what I was shooting. So I guess for me personally, you know, seriousness came about when I really became passionate about what I was Mm -hmm. shooting. I think for me, serious is kind of, when I think serious, I think focused, and every day yeah. that's a struggle for me. Um, you know, I'm I I don't I haven't done half of the the stuff like Jamie's done with all the night stuff and all that. And as far as focused, I've actually remained focused as far as you know learning learning prime shooting and being able to shoot manual no matter what after shooting manual and film and translating it back into digital after I stop letting my camera think for me and start thinking for my camera. No, not kind of step it seriously, but now um, every day is a struggle for taking, you know, where I want to go with this seriously. So I think I think it's a matter of focus, and that's that's my big thing is is staying focused because um, right now I'm still kind of in the um, figuring out where I'm going with all of this again phase. Um, I took a year and a half doing second shooting, 
um, you know, kind of getting stuff under my belt and getting back into the learning mode again because I realized I only knew half of what I thought I knew. So, you know, realizing that you're, there's always something to learn, even if it's relearning something that you didn't remember back in the day, but staying focused on, on learning and staying focused on on staying focused, which is always the big struggle. You know, the people that have to do this day-to-day, you know, I've still got a day job. I've got two kids. I've got a family. I've got, you know, a church where I do a ton of media stuff, and I've got five million different ways my focus is changing. So trying to stay focused is where I want to go with this. But, uh, yeah, I think I think that's, for me, that's being serious is, is, is you know, figuring out where you're going and going from there and, and staying focused, whether it's learning, whether it's picking up your camera and actually shooting, you know, because that's, that's the hardest part. It's easy to sit back and, and watch your creative lives or read your blogs or, you know, whatever's going on and sit back. And it's I do that all the time. But actually getting out there and applying that and shooting and, and making that something that you love to do, I think, is the is the best part is, you know, getting serious. But I think Joe, you had something to say? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have... I'm going to throw a monkey wrench in this um, because I'm pretty opinionated about I this. I know you are. How are you going to throw a monkey wrench in this? <laughs> well, all right. So I'm sorry, right. baby poop sheep drinker person. Um, but anyway, so. Wow. I, for me, like, photography is kind of this very weird um, thing because. I'm passionate about it. I love it, but at the same time, I don't want to make it a full-time gig ever. Like, I don't want to be ever? somebody that's like, ever. No, I'm, and I'm serious. Like, and this is going to sound crazy. So just bear with it's me. not crazy. I don't know if I, I don't want to make it a full-time gig ever. No offense to Patrick. I know there's a lot of people in the field that love it and do it. But for me, the ability to say no is something that I really treasure about what, um, what I'm doing. I don't have to take a gig to make money. I take a lot of the ones that pay because they pay, but I don't have to take one to make money. I don't have to go down an avenue of something that I'm not really great at so I can go try to leverage myself in some other area. So, like, for me, like, that's, like, the, the big thing that kind of scares me about it is I'm very passionate about it, but I don't want to lose the fun part. You know, like, I've, you know, I love the outdoors, love backpacking. I worked as somebody that was a guide in the field for three months and it was horrible. Like it, cause it sucked all the fun out of it. You know, it's like, I have to worry to make sure people don't die instead of trying to enjoy mother nature. Um, which you know, obviously I wanted to make sure nobody did die, but it's just that that's kind of like a crappy, crappy part. And that's, and I'm kind of curious how, I guess, Patrick, how you kind of balance like your creative outlets and what you want to do with your photography when somebody wants to pay you or something that you're not necessarily like totally 100% like want to do, but you're still good at, like, does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, well, I think everybody uh, battles that question and that's, you know, a lot of people will, will jump into photography as a profession because it's, you know, to them, it's easy to get started. You don't need a, a lot of capital. You just buy a camera and you dive right in essentially. And uh, I think that's fine, but you know, I don't think it, you need to be a professional in order to have fun with uh, your photography or to be taken seriously as a photographer. I mean, you look at Thomas Absolutely. Hawk and you look at Trey Radcliffe and you look at a lot of these people who uh, take excellent photos and I mean, that's far from their main profession. And I think you don't have to be a professional to be passionate about it. So I don't think it's, it's that far off or 
a big monkey wrench into the entire ordeal. I think it's it's a genuine thing. And uh, I know I hate to break it to you, but I mean, I honestly I feel like I, I feel like um, you know, if you have a passion for it, uh, it's it's natural. A lot of who I talk to would be having a. Uh, they didn't want to be professionals either, and mm -hmm. so only only until recently, when I've talked to a lot of more professional uh, photographers, it was just that was that the only thing. It, it's that innate like I can't envision doing anything other than photography yeah. that uh, that changes it all. Yeah. Well, maybe Joe just hasn't found the right genre that that he's hoping to shoot. I mean. I mean, do they I, have a lot of railroad tracks in San Francisco and <laughs> a lot of trees? Or yeah. uh, I was going to say like, San Francisco. I was going to say Golden Gate Bridge stock photography. Yeah, there you go. I've never seen that. <laughs> Is that taken? You should check and see if that's taken and register real quick. Golden yeah. Gate stock film photography. Free plug, yeah. Oh, look at my look at my pictures of bridges.tumblr.com. <laughs> look at my picture oh, of me looking at my pictures dot inception dot com. Oh my god! But I mean, but I mean, but I mean, like, yeah. I mean, exactly. I, I've I've talked at length on on how some of the stuff that I do isn't my most favorite, and I I'm with Joe. I could never see myself doing that full time, but but then there are there are other things that I will do that like I really couldn't care any less about taking pictures of food it's just <laughs> it's not my thing uh, right yeah well everybody's got their thing and i've got you know i mean i went to culinary school i love food. right so for me it's it's great and that's like a lot of people who don't like shooting um and things of that nature either right and a lot of people don't like shooting weddings i love it and so you know, everybody's got their thing, and there's a, right. a niche for everybody. So, so I think I that's probably that would probably be my my recommendation for taking your photography more seriously is is figure out what it is you want to make out of it and have have a goal yeah. because you really can't get anywhere unless you know where you're trying to end up. Um, yeah. yeah, and it's a just constant around, process. It if, really if you're is. just wandering around aimlessly, uh, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna take a lot of nothings. You'd be a, you'd be a good jack of all <laughs> trades and a master of none. You know, it's, it's funny. I think there was, was an F Stoppers blog post this week about that, about you know, yeah. mm -hmm. finding you know, finding your your specialize or die. Specializing, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, even guys like Jeremy Cowton stuff were like, yeah, agree with this kind of thing on their Facebook and all. But um, you know, I, I think too for me is like I've I've been the guy who liked to shoot close ups of flowers, and I've been the guy who liked to not shoot people. I remember being a kid with my film camera and literally being on a trip to Romania and trying to avoid shooting pictures of people uh, just because I wanted to be different. And then going back and realizing that the, the four pictures I shot of people that I can't even find anymore were like my best shots ever. You know, so, you know, it, it's, it's all about, you know, finding really, I don't know, find, finding what, what, you, what your gut's telling you and, you know, kind of figuring out where you're going to take it. I'm like the exact opposite of that. I mean, look at look at my Flickr stream. It is out. But you know the thing is, is because I tell people I take two thousand pictures a day, and I take probably ten with my camera. I, everything I see is like yeah. a photo opportunity. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, to me, photography is like it's beyond a passion. It's almost an obsession. I'm constantly looking at stuff to photograph. When we were talking earlier, I was looking at my mic. And the way the light was hitting it, and I was thinking this would be cool, monotone. You know, I mean, I'm constantly doing that. Yeah. So, I mean, I understand the the train of thought that says, you know, find a niche. Yeah. Well, I, you know, 
But I mean, I'm doing okay. Doing niches. I'll be honest. Having my having this, having this has helped me find a niche for my camera. Because now I can do all of that, like you know, and I think I think for Jamie it's easier for you because you've got your your micro four thirds set up, so it's easier to haul around like a DSLR kind of setup. But yeah. for me, like I'm not going to carry around a 50D or a 5D Mark II or something around all day with a 70 to 200. But if I see something in my eyes, like a microphone or something, boom, you know, because I'm I'm always seeing something in my eyes. So I'm I, I fi- I'm starting to use this to kind of hone you know, what I'm looking at and take all the pictures that, you know, won't end up on my 500 picks or won't end up getting sold someday or that kind of thing. And then, you know, my, my camera's taking the serious pictures that I'm going to, you know, march in a Lightroom and, and tweak with or, you know, do something deeper with and all that. So, but yeah, I, I agree with Jamie, though. I mean, I, I, I can't help but stare at stuff and still shoot it. So I don't know if I'll be able to fully specialize or die. But it's it's a good well, thought. I, I like to die together, Josh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I I think the one thing that that article didn't like didn't really touch on, which is important, is I think it's okay, and actually probably preferred to specialize in more than one, just not everything photography. So if you love shooting food and you're also really good at shooting weddings, well, guess what? They kind of overlap anyway in terms of content you're you shooting. You shoot food getting married. <laughs> exactly. Or people eating food. That's um, eating food. You know, I'm illegal in this too. Yeah. No so I now pronounce you like... steak and bacon. Oh, now <laughs> we're talking. <laughs> yeah, so I think especially if they kind of like overlap, like macro photography and wedding photography, like they're two different things, but at the same time, yeah. you'll be taking stuff that kind of crosses, you know, each part of the genre. R- ring so, shots it, and hair shots and... Right, so, like, the, that's the crappy part for me is, like, apparently I'm really good at taking, like, portraits and, like, people, pictures and events, but I love taking landscape photography as well, which has, like, no no relation whatsoever. Uh, hey, that's... Humble brag, I, yeah. I, don't throw your shoulder out patting yourself on the back, Joe. <laughs> oh, please. I'm people... That's the only thing that people want to pay me for. So, oh, I mean, that's, that's so how I go. Great. But I know, maybe. Right? So great. <laughs> I'm the paid much... But hey. Anyway, uh, that wasn't meant as a humble brag, but it was kind of like one of those things. It wasn't. I say humble brag. Okay, fine. Uh, but yeah, I I feel you, and I think you know Jimmy's on the same track as well as you know, whatever. Like that's Maybe. what my my big worry is that my passion of what I want to shoot in photography won't line up at all with what people are willing to pay me to do. Maybe to throw it on the flip side, maybe it's all about specializing in certain areas. Maybe the people that are buying your landscapes, maybe you push it on your your photo no blog. No one's bought my landscapes. Like, no one's bought any of that. No one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, there you are. You're trying to do a good job there, Joshua. Yeah. And then... <laughs> uh, I was... Uh... Anyway, so... but, it crushes know, you I... like a bug. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I I think I think you know maybe maybe it is like I've started to you know like because I've got a terabyte of free hit all my Instagram pictures up on Flickr because I haven't posted much there anyway. So um, Thomas Hawk's humble brag has been liking my pictures up there. Um, but uh, oh. but yeah, anyway, so it's it's been kind of cool. People have been kind of interested in that, and now I've got a place to store my my store my Instagram pictures. But um, but yeah, it, you know, I I won't post those pictures to my 500 pics, and you know, sometimes they don't go to Facebook, and sometimes I'll just link on different places. So maybe it's all about specializing in where you put your stuff, you know, because you can shoot everything. I mean, 
I, I see Jamie Storm pictures in certain spots, and you know he posts things at different times and all that. So it's like, you know, a like nice Yahoo even... apps, you know, no big deal. You know, yeah. you know, front page stuff here. Nah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> That's a virtual high five, Jamie. Just, yeah. Just... <laughs> oh, you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about you. And now for something completely different. The topic of the night that we wanted to talk about was um, photographers and parents. Rode that segue right off the cliff. Yeah, yep. that was a yep. beautiful yeah. transition. Oh. Beautiful transition. So that's that's apparently why they, yeah. <laughs> two wheel drive, no grip. <laughs> so um, while you guys are keeping talking about the transition, uh, go for it, um, Zach. Would you I'm like to tell beer. us? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zach, would you like to tell us about your um, interesting photography insurance? Your story? Yeah, so for, for anybody that hasn't uh, hasn't checked out my website, uh, here, I guess it was probably last August, um, the first, uh, I think it was the first, I don't, maybe, well, it was the last, I can tell you that much, um, the first Tough Mudder to come out to uh, Western Maryland, it was actually out in Frederick, um, my, my wife actually ran in it with some of her friends, I uh, am a giant sissy and did not run it because I don't like electricity and getting shocked half to death. Uh, so instead I took it as a, a great opportunity to kind of, uh, get a little practice and, and, um, you know, shoot some, some good action shots, uh, which actually I think I, I got some, some phenomenal shots from where I was standing without even, uh, you know, having the, the press access that a lot of guys did. Um, but, uh, towards the end of the, the show or towards the end of the event, uh, it, it really started to rain and here I am, you know, standing out there with all of my gear that's, it's uh, weather sealed thinking eh, it's just a little water it's not going to do anything uh when uh, we we made a turn to to leave and through some unforeseen circumstance that i don't know anything about um my canon 5d mark ii and 70 to 200 282 is super fantastic lens went tumbling into a puddle of mud uh, and covered really in, in mud. Um, so I did the intelligent thing and immediately, uh, opened it up, opened up the battery, uh, compartment to make sure that no water had gotten in there, uh, letting the rain fall into the water (laughs) or the battery compartment. Uh, and, and then I also uh, thought, well, I should check this to make sure it turns on, flipped it on, uh, it flickered and died. Uh, so I had short minutes to short out the entire set of electrical electrical components so i brought it home and uh it was kind of uh, i got scolded the whole way home <laughs> because naturally i had all of my stuff insured not at all uh, <laughs> so i kind of went into uh, panic mode and realized that i had enough equipment to sign up for the gold gold level maybe silver i don't know whatever the like hey you're kind of awesome level of the canon professional services is Silver, I believe. Yeah, or the, hey, you spend way too much money on our crap level uh, of Canon Professional Services. Yeah, I don't think that tested well in the marketing department. <laughs> um, so when I, I endorsement right there. I, yeah. oh, hey, I'll, I'll tell you what. I, I, uh, I sent it in. I, sent my, I signed up for it. I sent my stuff in. Uh, the 5D came back, and they said the electronics were fried. Not surprised. Um, but they en- ended up being able to fix for, like, 60 bucks the uh the 70 to 200 they got it completely cleaned up and back in working order um which was great but uh then i excuse me got scolded again and told uh, that i should probably think about insuring myself my wife god bless her she's a darling uh but she sure does know how to make me feel bad and um 
That's what they're there for. Yeah. So, so I I did a little investigation and kind of, you know, weighed a few options to see what was out there. And and what I ultimately ended up doing was um, signing up for photo.net and through, it's like a $25 uh, membership. Uh, And and through photo.net, you can then purchase um, yearly insurance uh, for like, I think it was like $315 a year. And then whatever you go over in, in, um, minimum amount it's like an extra ten dollars per thousand dollars or something like that but uh it's really cool because what that ends up getting you is is enough coverage for it's either ten or fifteen thousand dollars worth of equipment um and also three million dollars in liability insurance wow. uh, which is how a much, ton of money a ton of money to, well uh it's it's yearly it's 315 a year i think is what i paid um, that's not bad at all 315 yes yeah, 315 dollars a year that's pretty solid for three million. Um, and, and then the only only thing you got to worry about. Um, uh, let me check on that though, just to just confirm. Yeah, let's uh, check the math on this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> even even I know it's under five hundred dollars. Um, Don't let Joe do the math. No. He'll Ouch. Say it's Ouch. Bad uh, yeah, math. it was it was three hundred and twenty five dollars uh, for a, a year's worth of coverage. Uh, I the coverage covers just about everything, including theft. Um, accidental damage. I think the only thing it doesn't cover is like act of God. So if it gets hit by lightning, which I don't think I'll be too worried about it when I'm dead. Mud? Uh, does it cover mud? Yeah, I was gonna it say does, does mud co- qualify? One of the first thing. Yeah, I mean that's that's, that's accidental breakage. Um, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head what the deductible is, but I want to say it's way cheaper than a couple thousand dollars for a brand new camera. Um, Do you know if it has um, liability insurance? Like if you were to go shoot or anything like that. If I was to say that again, do you know if it has liability insurance? Like if, if there's liability coverage or anything. So like I get yeah, that's I get I get three million dollars of two or three million dollars of liability coverage. Like just for for all like whether it's products or you know for people all of, yeah. all of the above. Yeah, that's um, I can I can definitely I'll link the um the actual uh, insurance information in the show notes, but uh, it's 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 really great, yeah. and, and just just to have that that's, have that's that, that peace of mind. Um, there. So that's that's photo.net, and then Jamie, you who are you with? State State Farm. Yeah, I have an inland marine policy. It's separate, so I don't have to have a ride around the homeowners insurance policy. Um, it's really similar to what Zach's got, a little bit cheaper because I have all my vehicles and my homeowners insurance through them. So I think I'm paying like two seventy or something like that annually, and the coverages are damn near identical. I think my deductible is two hundred and fifty bucks. And, and how, much gear does, how much gear does this cover, though? Like $10,000. So, so, so here's here's the thing. So with, what if you have, like, that. a red camera and it goes up in flames or something? Like, what do you well, do that? You, I could extend it, you know. Oh, and yeah. I, oh, okay. All right, gotcha. If you, Chances are, if you have the money for a red camera, you can probably extend it. <laughs> yeah, so so here's the thing with, with a lot of that. Uh, one of the things that I learned while I was going through the entire process um, – because we were in the we were in the middle of changing our car insurance as well, and I thought, well, I'll just see if I can open up an insurance policy with we have Allstate, um, or just add a add a rider. And in doing that, uh, a lot of insurance companies will drop your coverage, not necessarily all your coverage, but will definitely drop your coverage for the photography stuff if it's financially funded. So if you're using it as a really? business, um, and they find out about it. Uh, they'll drop your coverage and then yeah, State Farm isn't like that. It's actually the inland marine policies yeah. are specifically geared towards 
uh, well, photographers, um, pet groomers, veterinarians, people who run vending businesses. I mean, it's geared specifically towards people who are deriving an income from their equipment. So, yeah, it's interesting because I have Allstate right now, and right now I've got um, renters. Are you in good hands? I, I mean, I'm in good hands because. Because I've I've got I've got well actually I've got a local rep so he gave us a big deal on our car insurance so we're we're paying pennies for our car insurance and we bundle it we get renters insurance for like twelve or fifteen or something a month find out if they do inland marine policies I should check yeah you're you're making me wonder because like I'm it's something you would do separate from your separate from it yeah yeah because um because right now I've got right now from what I'm told what he what he tells me is that anything if I've got my camera in the car whatever's in the car if something if somebody runs into that, they'll cover everything in the car. Um, and then, of course, in the apartment, they'll cover everything, too. But um, so, up to, I think, 15 grand, I think. So, Jamie, I'm reading the link that you uh, shared. And Oh, by the way, for everybody listening in and those viewing, we're going to be sharing all the links to all the stuff we're talking about in the show notes. Jamie, all so, of the links. So, all of the links. Um, and that may be a So this down. looks like it's actually for a legit business is that correct like yeah I have uh, yeah I have a um what do you call it business yeah well no the license I can't remember what the hell the time is it an LLC or is it whatever my number is I don't use a social security (laughs) whatever the other numbers I can't remember right now your business ID yeah your ID number I don't know it's a state it's a tax ID number so Zach, I'm assuming for your you didn't have to put this in, or is that something different? No, I had to. I, had, I still had to come up with a business ID, um, which you don't have to okay. be an LLC to register a business I, or a business ID with the IRS. No, yeah, hmm. not right. Um, now that's not to say that I'm not going to be an LLC in the next couple of weeks as soon as I get stop being lazy and, and file the paperwork. But um, easy. Yeah, easy yeah, and I, I mean I've already got it filled out. Yeah. But um, just to just to, real quick, um, here's the specs on mine, and I'll try to run down the numbers because there's a lot of them. So um, the equipment coverage is $10 per $1,000 with a minimum premium of 150 which covers $15,000. Um, it's The master property insurance policy is for each member as an individual insured. Coverage is for, for photography or videography equipment and related accessories and oh. applies while on or off the premises. Uh, the only thing it excludes is losses caused by earth movement, volcanic eruption, flood, <laughs> Government action and dishonest acts by you. Um, government action. That, yeah. that really so that's like half the that I would probably buy a floor here. Um, it's two hundred. It's a two hundred fifty dollar deductible. Um, you can actually insure your office equipment and furniture with them. Wow. Um, theft and mysterious disappearance claims are covered as long as there's signs of forced entry. Uh, the only thing you got to provide them with is a police report. Um, there's errors and omissions coverage. Uh, and then for the liability, that's $175, and that's where the 325 comes from. Hmm. Um, for, each like, adi- for each uh, additional, pro- go ahead. I was just gonna say real quick, I'd like to know what their their definition of related accessories because I'm wondering if there's certain things that flashes, may not fall. Uh, flashes, stands, umbrellas, all that stuff. I asked them, and they, all that stuff. Okay, cool. As long as you list it on your sheet, it's covered. Um, for cool. the for the general liability, each additional photographer or assistant is sixty dollars. Um, 
here's your what was that? <laughs> so, yeah, that's what somebody thinks about the insurance policy. Here's your no, breakdown. I was gonna say that was my second shooter. I've got him tied up the closet. Here's your here's your breakdown for liability limits. Uh, it's a million dollars per occurrence, two million dollars aggregate, two million dollar product and completed operations aggregate, hundred thousand dollar fire damage, two million dollar option available in an additional fifty percent. For extra, uh, no deductible for bodily injury. Two hundred fifty dollars deductible for property damage. Um, covers you for sums that you become legally obligated to pay as a result of bodily or property damage. Um, premises owners are already included as additional insureds. There's no charge for adding additional certificates. Does not include operation of inflatables, pyrotechnics, or animals. Uh, there's also a one, there's so a, horses and covers. This, Come is, on. this is so, this is the setup for the Hangover Four. <laughs> so if you bring your inflatable sheep, no go. Uh, there's a ten thousand dollar personal and advertising injury coverage. Oh wow! Um, and uh, does that mean like if something happened, if you had like a um, a Groupon thing and probably oh, yeah yeah because uh, people are actually Joe, start- Joe, I'm very sorry. The major exclusions for liability are uh, erroneous distribution, surveillance, <laughs> pornography. Trespassing and assault and battery, and film. With so you a camera, can't, you can't ass, you can't assault your porn actors with your camera. <laughs> Too wrong. Basically, no porn weddings in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, well yeah, or, so yeah. So that now I'm so kind of pretty, curious it's about pretty stuff on the West Coast because now that I live in earthquake country, you know, well, earth moving happens. There's different, so, uh, does that exclude that. construction sites? Like, if I if I get paid to go shoot like construction workers using earth moving equipment, I, I mean, don't I, think that, I that's think part different. serious and part sincere. No, I, I think, think they're talking tectonic. Yeah. <laughs> earthquake. I, I think Josh is trying to hide in one of those shuttle thingy I'm I'm, tra- I'm trying that. I'm trying to be the devil's advocate lawyer. And also, oh um, one of the one of the nice things too about about mine is uh, you get a membership a year membership to Photo.net, which is actually a really good community. So um, this this insurance is all through Photo.net. Yeah, so it's it's through Willis. Uh, the company is Willis, is Willis okay. Insurance, which I think is a like a a big business uh, insurer. But they have for some now you can't go to Willis.com and find the the insurance. You've actually got to go through Photo.net. But it is huh. you're insured through uh, Willis, which is a global insurance banker. They're publicly traded on the New York Stock Exchange, that kind of stuff. They're backed up by whatever stuff insurers get backed up by. Like it's a it's a legit operation, and and like I said, I I did some serious research because I didn't want to spend that much money and and not get covered. So, do you have to be a member of Photo.net, or is this like a yes. side thing? No, okay. you have to be a, a member. Which again, it's I think it's twenty five dollars a year. Okay. That's where you get you. Patrick, yeah. do you want to share your setup? No, I refuse. <laughs> $25. Or you can get $3 million of coverage. Uh, you also, you, and you Flickr also gave a, me forums. You get $50 off your next blurb book. You get a one-year oh, digital God. subscription to popular photography. You get to participate in forums. And for $5, you get a free unicorn. Uh, I'll and take the unicorn. I don't need If you magazine. buy now, we'll actually throw but in it's not covered under our policy. Remember, right. it's not covered. Well, if, you're, if your unicorn gets swallowed up by the earthquake, then... Yeah. Or by yeah. Yeah. If the unicorn is inflatable and shooting pyrotechnics. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an awesome wedding prop right there. Dancing, unicorn, dancing with a questionable film director. Yep. Uh, Patrick, I don't, I don't know if you'd like to share your setup with us or not. No, uh, I don't. No. <laughs> no, I, it's only I just want to know what the response is. 
bother me if I would just say <laughs> like that. No, uh, nope. <laughs> I, all, all my uh, all my insurance is done through USAA just because I have car insurance with them, and and it's pretty much the same thing as most car insurance things or or other insurance things like what Jamie was talking about. I mean, it's you know it's a pretty low deductible, but I mean other it's nowhere near as good as Photo.net. I sound like we're we're really plugging them. Um, but but I mean, a lot it's, of it's an amazing coverage. That that's way better than mine. And uh, all of coverage, utility, personal injury, all of that, um, theft, fire, um, flooding, all, all of that. Um, but I mean, not three million dollars worth. <laughs> so I, I don't think I'll ever have three million dollars worth of, of equipment. But it'd be nice to you know if I ever get to that point. Yeah. Uh, with my multiple red cameras and all that stuff. Exactly. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if the liability would cover, like, you know, like you you, you getting hit by a, a guest in the back during a reception and falling I would never. The, I'm too charming. $500 cake. <laughs> yeah. I think it's more so if you turn like if you turned and yeah. were in a reception hall and whacked somebody in the right. face with a... Yeah, if, if it was like, uh, um, what is it, meet the parents and yes. everything was set of flame. Rock, rocking your 800 for the macro, the 800 millimeter for the macro shot. <laughs> you gotta get that good shot. Hit the, the bride's father in the face. Ex- exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, that's that's as far as my, you know, my coverage goes. And I just I only found out about them because I was looking for insurance and then I happened to stumble upon the fact that my own car insurance company also so, I mean, that's it's really it was really easy too. So yeah, I mean, I don't... I've been more worried about this myself since the, the last wedding I shot earlier this year. I, I ran into a, a wedding guest true story and literally had the had her spill wine all over me. So uh-huh. it got my brand new Joby strap and it it got a little bit all over my my body and then um, I was using a twenty four to one hundred five and it somehow missed the entire lens, which I was grateful for. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it was it was one of those. It could have been been really worse moments and made me start rethinking how I'm doing everything. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, the other thing is, uh, California wedding venues um, won't allow photographers on their premises if you're not insured. So. Yeah. I mean. You I did not know that. Yeah, I, so. I, didn't, I didn't even know they checked. I've never actually had anybody check when I've shown up before. So yeah, I, I just that was just one of the things that you know. That's good. That's good to know. Yeah, I don't know about mm-hmm. other states, and I don't live in California, but that's oh, true. Just, yeah, it's just a good thing yeah, to so, have. I mean, yeah. it's one of those things. It's it's one of those things you you don't ever think you'll need, and and then a time will come along where you will need insurance, and you'll be happy to have it. It's just like car insurance. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's why you would be uh, an LLC as well. I mean, right. heaven forbid you get sued by somebody. You don't want that to go against your own personal credit score or right. anything like that. True. You don't want to be, you know, if, if uh, something happens to your gear, you don't want to pay for it out of pocket. If you have insurance and if you're an LLC, it's all the more, uh, all the better. I, I know it's important to guys like Jamie because I know, Jamie, you're going out and you're doing um... – like storm shots and stuff, and you may have a weaterproof camera, but you know, yeah, is Jamie still here because he's really quiet over there. I yeah, I'm playing Candy Crush. <laughs> oh, no. are you seriously? <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, one more. I just got to match oh. one more. <laughs> so good, you guys. They're advertising it on TV now. Oh, I got a crush. Yeah, I saw a commercial for it the other day on TV. I was, I nearly threw my TiVo out the window. Yeah, the end of the world. <laughs> 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 Agree. <laughs> no, so what about the storm chasing? 
I'm more Matthew Wars, no! I'm more concerned with my car than my gear when it comes to storm chasing, to be honest. Yeah. With you. Uh, no, I mean, standard endurance. Yeah. My my recommendation is is it's it's one of those things you don't want to cheap out on. So if yeah. if you've got car you or if you if you've got car or homeowners insurance that will allow you to do it, especially if you don't make any money from it, you're just a, a, a hobbyist with enough gear to cry if it were to ever break. I mean, I literally was this close to crying when mm. I watched that. It, it all happened in slow mo, and it just splash. It was like the perfect. If I'd had another camera to capture the splash, it would have been great. <laughs> but um, but you get horrifying at the same time. <laughs> you know, if you're not going to make money from from your photography, but you still want to insure your equipment. Definitely go with a, a personal equipment writer or, or some yeah. sort of policy like Jamie and uh, and Patrick have. Um, but if if you don't, unfortunately, have that, uh, then definitely the photo.net stuff is great. I know there's a bunch more out there. Uh, that's just the one that I picked. I mean, I'm not going to endorse any of them over the other. Maybe, um, kinda... any, anybody watching, if anybody else watching, maybe... Um... I don't know, maybe Alex, if she's watching, or other people that we've had on before, too. Maybe if you have your gear insurance um, experience or who you do it with, maybe toss the link out on Facebook or we can uh, yeah, that sure. So I know that we're running over already. Do we want to talk about a couple uh, news before we uh, call day? Sure. Sure. Since I arrived, right. we might as well. Okay. So, all right. So, first one we're going to talk about is um, one that actually just just literally in the last uh, uh, I don't know, a couple days or so. But a photographer is actually suing BuzzFeed for three point six or three point nine million. I keep hearing different stories about this um, because his uh, photo was used on one of BuzzFeed's very popular photo essay article. Time Those sucks. aren't even essays. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> whatever. It's a photo time suck. That's just all what it is. It's, got, um, it's guys so, bored with computers. That's what it is. Well, he's from right. Idaho, so <laughs> the photographer. So they have, what is he going to spend $3.6 million on in Idaho? Corn. Yeah. Uh, well, potatoes. So, yeah, so, yeah. Potatoes. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <Corn and> potatoes. <laughs> I got my. Yeah. 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 Geography on Cue the trolls. That's five Europe, red right? cameras. I don't know. That's not a real state. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. What's the. Yeah, so Capital, Ohio. Idaho, Idaho, Ohio. He's going to spend Idaho. it so he can move away from Idaho. Idaho, Idaho, Ohio. Yeah, probably, that's probably what it is. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I think personally, the biggest issue about this uh, issue, besides the fact the guys from Idaho, um, is, is the fact that I, I think BuzzFeed, by basically, you know, like saving it, like which I would argue fundamentally changes the photo rather than attributing it to a Flickr link, which I don't believe was d- properly done or done in this case. Um, kind of does make me uh, feel a little bit for the photographer because... Well, his image was all rights reserved anyway, so, I mean, even attribution doesn't count, right? I mean... Well, so if they're getting money off of it, so that's where the gray area comes from. Which they are. They're They're advertising. money off of that. I mean, apparently, reading this article, this guy said the image appeared on dozens of other sites after BuzzFeed. There's no ads on BuzzFeed at all? Oh, yeah, there's tons. Well, and see, see, that's the thing is, is... if you've spent 30 seconds on the internet, 
BuzzFeed feeds into Reddit. Reddit feeds into BuzzFeed. They all feed into FARC. Then then they go into 4chan, and there's the pictures just get out of control. And then they can you draw me a map? I, you just totally Actually, lost me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it if we're using here. The first one goes here, and then it points over here, and then they both point right down here, Joe. Right down family, here. Family, family show. Oh, oh my god. god. Well, that that officially. So remember how we were talking about like outtakes? Like I, I was gonna say. Reel? I think we just found like the first part right there. Well, I was gonna say on a serious note, if you're if you're on Firefox, you can set up an app called or a plugin, I think, called Collusion. Yeah. And you can actually see how the sites link with each other, right. and it's kind of fun. I, I literally ran, I literally ran Firefox for about a month, and I literally had over a half a million different ways everything was linked to each other. I could go to like look at my aviation photos at airliners.net, and instantly ten other sites are linked to it. So it's a very nerdy uh, six degrees of Kevin Bacon. It is. It is. It's a very. <laughs> so what you're saying is the internet is incestual. It is. Yes. Kind of. Yeah. Wow. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't when think. You say it like I don't that, think the guy's got yeah. a got a uh, You know, I don't think he's got a chance in this because BuzzFeed will figure out some way to say that they're just an aggregate website, and uh, yeah, yeah. And, I unless unless he sued, right. unless he unless he sued for how many clicks they got to that specific article, then sued per click. Well, that's the thing too. Is is uh, this, yeah, this was mean, all brought to our our attention by by Alex. Um, and and she really made it a point to to point out the last sentence in the article, which was, "You can decide for yourself if the original soccer image is worth three point six million dollars uh, by looking at it on the link provided." Uh, and and that's really kind of where uh, there's no way a picture of you know anything is, it's is worth. It's that great of a photo. I'm just right, no, a price it's, you know, and I'm no, not it's, saying it's actually, that I take amazing photos. It's not that great of a photo. And it only has four stars and nineteen um, nineteen <laughs> oh. speech balloons. So oh, yeah, but it has I been it, the it whole has been invited to the awesome timing group. Yes, and and somebody said great timing on the picture. So the whole lawsuit's based on principle. I mean, that's what matters. Ultimately. Yeah, you know, it needs to prove a point. You know that right. I, I think maybe, I mean, it's maybe, it's, maybe it's a lawyer's personal grudge against Buzz, BuzzFeed. You know, some guy picked this up because, you know, he probably understands what their implications are. If he's a lawyer, he's thinking, holy shit, I can make yeah. like, a ton of money. $8 million. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we yeah. don't win anything if you don't win anything. Right? <laughs> it's a Johnny Cochran law either. firm. Uh, it's, Bender, it's Bender and Bender. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All Did right. you guys get that out on the West Coast? Cowboy hat guy? Yeah. Why yes. does he wear a cowboy hat? There's no Because point. he represents you. <laughs> That's right. And you wear Everybody's a cowboy deep down inside. <laughs> <laughs> I am with I am with Jamie though. I, it's it's really as a matter of principle. The the number doesn't matter or anything. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. I, I get what they're trying to do, but or I get what BuzzFeed yeah. is trying to do. They're just trying to make yeah, content, mean, but it's it's not funny. Mm-hmm. If you're stealing somebody's work and, and not giving them credit for it, yeah. I mean they could have they could have found an equally good picture. Right. And it sounds like this person... Creative Commons, you know, that they could have just taken. And you know, I I, I don't know if right. this is this is yeah. another thing we could bring this late, but there's no watermark. Just just putting that out there that wasn't uh, you know for or against. <laughs> that could be another oh, hour long show. Yeah, I, I need to vet. I'm going to vet the XF data. I need to vet this this EXIF data. We'll see if there's anything in there either. If so there's my, nothing, then you know. Speaking of watermarks, I think my new one is going to be 
the full image will be watermark, and then I have a thumbnail of what the photo is. <laughs> Could you, you know? water? So you're gonna watermark the photo with itself? Yeah, I like oh that. Oh my god, that's, that's fantastic! That is fantastic. <laughs> Dude, if, if you do that, post, you'll, you'll just post one. one. I just, I just want to see this. Please, just post one. I'll post it um, on Reddit. Yeah, post on Reddit. Just check out my does. sweet watermark, guys. It's really cool. Somewhere Dude, in there, there's the... a storm oh photo. God. Dude, where's yeah. the picture? It is the picture. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> then, like ten ten days from now, we see on every major photography blog out there new features or new new breakthrough in watermark technology. People watermarking the watermarks. And... Would you have to watermark your watermark? The emperor wears no watermark. <laughs> watermark, watermark of a watermark. Yeah. Inception. Talk talk no. talk about an Easter egg in the open. It's true. It's true. That that's like that's that's ridiculous. I, I got to see this. If you can pull this off, Jamie, please post it and put it all over the place. Do it tomorrow, this. dude. Do it. Do it. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So, I think that's uh, about the time we're gonna probably wrap up tonight, everybody. So, uh, Zach, do you want to do the the outro? Yeah. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us tonight. Uh, Thanks, Patrick, for, for yes. finally being able to make it on. Uh, we had, yeah, a, had a blast. Yeah, sorry it was late. I guess I'll, I, I owe you at least another, what, 20 minutes? So I'll 20 minutes for another show and then just leave right after that. Just leave. Um, just, say, just say no, drop your mic, walk off or something. <laughs> yeah, so thanks, everybody, again, for, for tuning in. Um, if you've enjoyed the show, go ahead and uh, subscribe to us on on iTunes or uh, in your favorite podcast listening device. Uh, also subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, give us a Used thumbs to. up or, or maybe even review us if you feel like it. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it. Um, so for for everybody on, on the show tonight, Josh, Jamie, Joe, I guess, uh, Patrick, <laughs> and myself, um, thanks for joining us, and you've been listening to the F-Stop Series podcast. Bye.